Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. While Valentine's Day has come and gone, tonight, yes, I know, J.G., you're very upset about that. (laughs) Um, We we can talk about that later, though. We have in studio with us tonight our relationship expert, Deborah Roberts. Deborah is the author of The Relationship Protocol. Deborah's got real stories about relationship challenges and also remedies that will help all of us have healthier communication and longer-lasting relationships. How does that sound to you, J.G.? I'm a little nervous. You know, relationships <laughs> are the key to everything. Yes, It's the key are. to life. Whether you're living with someone, whether it be a spouse or a business partner or colleagues at work, whatever it is in life. Even children. Even children. Yes, Great those, point. those relationships matter too. So? So tell me about Deborah Roberts. What is she going to do with us? Well, Deborah's going to share her wisdoms on how to communicate more effectively and efficiently and make us better. Yeah. And you know what I really want to hear from her? I'd like to know how we can bring up, you know, those upsetting, those potentially upsetting, sensitive topics, because somehow, mm. you know, I like to avoid them. And my emotional intelligence sometimes gets a little uh, not in control, I would say. So I'm hoping as a relationship expert, Deb will have uh, some stories and wisdoms to share with all of us tonight. Well, she's going to teach us oh, I, how I to talk to one another. How do you like them apples? <laughs> well, I know. Well, we could use some help in our relationship, don't you think? Absolutely. I think you're bossy. What? <laughs> well, let's see what Deb Roberts has to say. You're listening I'm not to bossy. Yeah, you're bossy. As long as you're not a bully boss. Anyway, we're coming back. Stay tuned. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. Relationships don't just take care of themselves. They require commitment, self-awareness, unselfishness, and a willingness to change and grow. And I bet, listeners, this comes as absolutely no surprise to you because we've heard this. We know this. Well, we want to give you a little bit more than stating the obvious tonight because we want you to hear from Believe it or not, a relationship expert. A, a relationship expert? Yes, I never heard of such a thing. Yes, JG, there are all kinds of experts out there, but we have tonight a relationship expert, Deborah Roberts, to tell us, show us we can, what we can actually do to improve our relationships. You're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Cobbleman, here with your co-host, John J.G. Gassman. Ah. Like the man who comes to read the meter from Con Edison? Yes, the gas Mr. Man. Gas Man. Okay, okay. Yes, that one. Yeah, JG, we've got, a rela- we've got Deborah Roberts, the relationship expert, here with us tonight. Yeah. And you know what? Aren't you sick of hearing the things that the basic, obvious, oh, do this, do that? You should, But, but really, it's got to be deeper than that because otherwise we'd all have amazing relationships, don't you think? Absolutely. She wrote a great book called The Relationship Protocol. That's mm-hmm. her model. Yeah. She's got a 25-year background in clinical social work, I believe, correct? She's a trainer, a speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from Long Island, and her book is chock full of wisdoms. And she's going to really help us learn. She's going to teach us how to talk to each other better. With common sense. 
don't you can't leave that out so so we get to have you know how you always get to say instead of we have to we get to we get to yes right we get to learn tonight from our relationship expert deborah roberts um how to build healthier relationships how to build healthier relationships and whether listeners at work there is some there is some wisdom tonight there is some nugget that you will hear that we know um you will appreciate but that that's what that's what we're striving for so let's let's welcome Deborah. Yay! Yay! Bravo! It's gut Hi. wisdom time. Happy to be here. So it was uh, Valentine's uh, Day this past Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. And uh, some of us have Valentine's and some don't. But it, whether we do or we don't, we're all in relationships. So Deb, you recently published Wisdoms for Healthy Communication and Long-Lasting Relationships. One wisdom that I read is to value your relationships. So while that all makes perfect sense, you know, is there where you can share with us any stories from your professional experience where you have maybe observed a couple's problem that stemmed from them not valuing their relationship? And what was the advice and counsel? Well, let me just say that at different times in all relationships, in small ways, in big ways, we all do it. We all don't always value the people that are closest to us at all times. Mm-hmm. I'd love to tell you that I do or, you know, but but the truth is we really are all guilty of that at some point. Right. The concern is when it becomes more of a focus on the one person, not on the relationship. So if I... If you say to me, you know, you never listened to me, and I say, mm. too bad, then I'm not really valuing how you feel. So that's like a, kind of on a small scale, just one like tiny example. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the examples that I thought of is a woman who is afraid of driving with her husband because he drives fast or he gets distracted. And it's a common occurrence where driving can cause a lot of conflict in relationships, whether it's about directions or things <laughs> like that. Yeah. In this one particular case that comes to mind, she was afraid because he was distracted. He would drive quickly. And she said to him, you're a terrible driver. I don't want to drive with you. Instead of saying, I'm scared, she said, you're a terrible driver. Mm. And his reaction was, great, I'm this bad guy. You always complain. And it turned into a big argument. And what happened was he was immediately insulted. Instead of understanding that in that situation, she was simply just afraid. He felt devalued. Then she felt he wasn't going to take care of her. Mm. So that's just one example of how mixed oh, yeah. messages, right, or of commu- when communication isn't clear, we sometimes feel that the person doesn't care about us or they don't appreciate us. Right. So in that case, so she just wasn't... She didn't articulate it. She didn't articulate it. In a way that he could hear it. Right. Exactly. Wisdom one, articulate so you can be heard. Do you know what I find in my house? I always get the response, you're not listening. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? So do you want me to tell you a good response for you're not listening? Yeah. Why don't you tell me your response and I'll tell you (laughs) mine. (laughs) I can't wait to hear this. Well, a a good response. How about that? (laughs) Okay. A better response. Well, I don't know what you're about to say, but a good response is... Tell me what you mean. What am I not listening to? I think we have to stop mm. and attend to what the person is saying rather than assume 
they don't know what they're talking about or they're being ridiculous. Because I care about you, if you tell me I'm not listening to you, it's my job to say, what am I not doing? Okay, go. What would, what would your answer be? I can't say it on the radio. I'd be thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> but I love that response because what it's really saying is, stop, right. hold on a second. Right. And at the same time, it's saying, I'm listening. That's right. I'm paying attention. I didn't understand. What do you mean? And Explain. that applies to everything. Yeah. That applies to at any point when someone comes to you that matters to you and they say, you hurt my feelings, I don't like what you did, whatever it is. Or if you notice, you observe that they're having a hard time and you say what's going on, mm-hmm. um, To be, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. But it, it's important that we acknowledge what's going on for the other person. So how, so that's interesting. So whether it's at work or whether it's at home, how could we show, how can we demonstrate, right, mm-hmm. to the other person that we value their relationship, our relationship together? It's through your words. It's through your actions. The main thing is that they should know that they're important to you. And it's on you to let them know that, to make sure they know that. And I would, I would add... I think that it's also important for you to know how they need Mm. to feel important because that's that's different for everybody also. Exactly. Right. For some people, let's put it in the workplace. Right. For some people saying, hey, that was an amazing job and I really appreciated the way you did that. Well, that might that might work because that's what somebody needs to hear or how they need to hear it. Right. But in other cases, somebody may think that's really, you know lame and empty and not specific enough and Mm -hmm. so I would now take it into the home in any relationship any relationship I remember working with two people and he said to her you're just not supportive and she said yes I am and I said why don't you stop the action and ask what he means by not being supportive because to your point Deirdre Everybody has a different definition and a, and a different want and, and desire for what, you know, understanding what that support means to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So husbands that are out there, listen, this is for us guys. You know, when, <laughs> when we hear you're not listening or you don't respect me or you don't care about me, there are life lessons to be learned here. Yes. And the other side of the coin is whoever is giving the, whoever has the feeling of not being listened to. Mm-hmm. I think rather than pointing a finger and saying, you never do that, you never listen to me, Mm -hmm. or you're always too busy to listen to what I'm saying, um, because right away that's going to put the other person in the relationship. On the defensive. On the defensive. Totally. The way that you communicate it is so important. So the way that you communicate it. So, you know, that's the other thing too, JG, you were just using your example at home. You know, maybe- maybe I meant in the office, you always say that to me. (laughs) What, that you don't listen? (laughs) You're not listening. Like, Sometimes. What? Hmm. Okay, let's go back to our relationship expert. We need more help. <laughs> I can give you one quick example also in the business oh, arena yeah. if yeah. you'd like. Sure. I worked with a small company where it was obvious from the top down everybody was looking out for themselves. Nobody really was taking care of their peers um, or their customers for that matter because everybody was competitive and really just meeting their own needs trying to figure out how they can advance and the company was going basically nowhere because of that they couldn't get out of their own way and there was no good communication there was no loyalty and that's a big problem because if you don't communicate directly with people and if they don't feel like you have their back they're not feeling valued they're not going to work hard for you and I started with the CEO of the company and we ended up doing a group with all of the employees that 
obviously wasn't a very large company, but right. and we we were able to help them to air what they needed and how they felt about you know uh, what their experience was. They were taking ownership of what they were doing, what they needed to do differently, and they created incentives for teamwork and incentives for being the best that they could be in, as an employee, valuing the company and for the sake of the company, just like for the sake of a relationship, we right. behave in certain ways to enhance the experience and the relationship, and in this case, the productivity. And given the amount of time that we all spend at work, that's right. Uh, those relationships uh, need to be mastered. They're critical. Yeah, yeah. So a big part of healthy relationships, of course, is letting you know people know that you appreciate them and. And while it's nice to say, I appreciate you, we're talking about valuing somebody, Mm -hmm. those words can often fall on deaf ears. So I think the wisdom here is to make sure, how does that person in the relationship need to be Mm -hmm. um, appreciated? Some need to be appreciated with, right? Bring home flowers, do a favor, use your words, listen more closely. I don't know, it's different. So I might ask the question, what I want to make sure that you know how much I appreciate you, JG. Right? Let's let's do it right here. I want you to know how much I appreciate you. You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> how do you need to know? Do I pay you in donuts so you know yes, that we're appreciated? I, <laughs> I was going to say donuts are good. <laughs> but I think when we have that moment when we're together mm-hmm. and it's a simple conversation, hey, by the way, JG, have I told you how much I appreciate when you do this, this, that, or the other, yeah. that was really helpful. Yeah, it's the authenticity yeah. too. It's relatable. You it's authentic. Know, yeah, yes, you, it's coming from the it, heart. Wouldn't you say that, Deborah? One hundred percent. When people are just, oh, that was really great, or mm-hmm. from the heart. I think also being listened to is so important. Oh yeah, not digging your heels in, but really listening when you say, you know, you're important to me, or when. They say, you know, this matters to me and this is of concern to me, that you you listen. You're not um, disputing it or denying it. Just being listened to lets the person know that you appreciate them. One of the best lessons I ever learned, Bill Backrack out in California shared with me, he said, JG, turn your computer monitor off when they come in. Mm. Be present, mm-hmm. not doing a million things, mm-hmm. because I know you're you hear me, but you're not really listening. Right. And once I did that, I'm completely focused. And, you, you know, your whole way of being changes. Well, you're present. Yeah. And and right. I think being present is a form of showing appreciation uh, and valuing the relationship. Wisdom, being present. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, before, I know, Gigi, you wanted to uh, share a little gift, a gut wisdom gift. Go ahead. Hey, first five listeners, you call Deirdre, or better yet, Email her at dk at gutwisdom.com, and we have Deborah Roberts' book for you, only for the first five, not while you're driving, everybody, and it's the Relationship Protocol book just for you. Email Deirdre. Right. I just want to repeat my email address. Sometimes um, that doesn't come across clear. It is dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. So email me, first five listeners. You get the relationship protocol. Stay tuned. We're coming back. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. Deborah Roberts is the author of The Relationship Protocol. 
complete rock star, as I like to say, because she's taught me a lot about how to communicate. Well, you have improved. Thank you. You're so welcome. I could tell that was extremely authentic. (laughs) Anyways, she is also a licensed certified social worker, over 25 years of experience specializing in relationship therapy. Who would have thought that that's an issue? That there would be Are such you therapy. Really? I never knew. I thought oh, everything. Oh, what planet, JG? Earth. Earth. Yeah. yeah. So Deborah's extensive experience working with challenging relationships will give all of our listeners tonight common sense wisdoms, as we like to call them, and how to have really a healthier dialogue, a healthier relationship with whoever it may be, whether it's somebody in the workplace, someone at home, doesn't matter relationships. That's what it's all about. So I'm JG, John Gassman, and we are here in studio with Deirdre Koppelman, the host of Gut Wisdom Radio That Resonates. How exciting. Yes. And our relationship expert guest is here tonight, too. It's Deborah Roberts. Hello. Welcome back, (laughs) Deb. Deb, it wasn't too long ago when we did a live event. Yes. and, And you were part of the expert panel. So we're very excited to have just you. I'm uh, so happy to be here with yeah, you. Yeah, you know, relationships are obviously um, can be challenging. People can be challenging. So therefore, obviously, relationships would be challenging. Mm-hmm. What I find interesting with you, Deb, as a relationship expert is this model that you've developed. And it's really a model that goes beyond uh, stating the obvious, I believe. You know, we all say value Uh, You need to value the relationship. You need to show appreciation. Okay, yep, all of us listening, we shake our heads. Yes, 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 I know I could be better at that. But you have ways in in this model, this relationship protocol that are much more specific because it's a model, and we're going to get into that um, in in a little bit. And I know we have five copies of your book tonight to to give away. So listeners, uh, don't go away in a little bit. We'll tell you how you can get one of those. All right, JG, I know you're sitting there waving your hand. You have questions. Go ahead. Go ahead. Probably one of the biggest issues that I have, and I speak for myself always, is those difficult conversations, the crucial conversations. Oh, so you, you know, mean, you and, mean and this is your... both personally and professionally. Hold on. Deirdre's holding up her hand. She's right. giving me five fingers. So, so because listeners, when JG has a crucial conversation, um, typically what happens is he ignores you. There's a silent treatment, puts his hand up, like talk to the hand. You, you know, you, this is good. You know, this is really therapy this, for you, JJ. Here we go again. It's therapy for JG. Yeah. So Deb, do you have no wisdom? charge? No charge. <laughs> <laughs> So do you, no, seriously, I'm, I'm half kidding listeners. JG's, JG's gotten much better, but it's true. Those critical conversations when you just don't feel comfortable, comfortable. having them, what do you, what's the, what's your advice? Well, I could speak all night on that one topic. There's mm. so much to say, but I'm going to try to just give you the highlights. So uh, at least it makes sense and, and you can have some takeaways that yeah. can really be used Right now, for the most part. Great. Um, So start by stating your intentions up front. The goal is that you want to have a good outcome. So you're try to be a little bit more thoughtful. If you're going to have a tough conversation, don't just dive in without paying attention to any anything about yourself, how you're feeling, if you're really tired, if you're in an impatient mood. 
if it's noisy in the house, if the kids are banging on the door, or if you're, you know, you just got into the office and you have a million things to do. So the environment, number one, is very important about making time to have a conversation, not right before you go to bed, or if, if you do, acknowledge that. Right. You know, let's both pay attention. This can be a hot topic, if, if that's something you can say. Yeah. If not, at least pay attention to yourself. And think of the outcome that you want to have. So start by stating your intentions up front. Step one of the relationship protocol model gives you three sentences that you don't have to use them. It's not a script. But they are, I want to get along with you. I don't want to fight with you. And I want to be closer to you. You can use one, two, or all three. So I could start by saying, look, I really want to get along with you. And I don't want to fight about this. I do want to talk to you about how disappointed I was about X. Mm. Now, when I do that, I'm waking you up to realize that I'm about to say something that I want you to pay attention to, but I'm also hoping that you're not going to feel like I'm accusing you of something. Right. It it sounds much better than... Just you didn't do this. You didn't do this, and you You always or you never or any of those. And you're that. You want to start, and and you don't want to do that. You want to start, or as we say in my field, come from a place of I. So when this happened, I felt badly. It's describing a behavior rather than calling someone a name. You know, you don't really want to. By the way, like name calling, you know, ixnay on the name calling. Right. Mm. As soon as someone. As soon as someone feels accused of something, that changes. They're going to get defensive. And once someone gets defensive, the conversation's over, by the way. So the other way to start is to say something positive. You can say, I really appreciate being able to talk to you. I mean, it could be as simple as that. Or I I know that you've been making an effort lately. I don't want to discount that. So now I've engaged you because now you really – think, oh, she yeah, likes me. Totally. <laughs> you know, and even if the next thing you say has a disappointment or a negative piece to it, you're you're saying, I just want to tell you something. I really don't want to fight with you about this. And when we do that, we're trying to do it again in a genuine way, but also in a way we want to have a good outcome. We want them to hear us. And then when you're having the conversation, I mean this is much more involved than just saying it now, but right. pay attention. Be aware of yourself. Be aware of the other person. And if you feel yourself starting to get upset or, you know, it feels like you're having a little trouble, just, you know, take a moment and, you know, think about it. I'm curious, from in your professional experience, how many, I mean, not that you could quantify or give a percentage, but I'm wondering how how have you observed Simply by using those three words uh, or those three options, either singularly or together, um, hey, I value this relationship, I want to be close to you, right. something I want to share with you, you know, how... Huge. Is that a, a big difference? It's a huge difference because if you think about a regular conversation, that's not typically how you would start. We're not saying those words now, but if all of a sudden... I switch modes here and I want to say something to you that's important that I know is controversial, it's sensitive, a hot topic, I might be hurting your feelings. And I all of a sudden say, you know what, Deidre, I really want to get along with you and I really don't want to fight with you about this. I I just want to tell you something that's bothering me. Everything just shifted. And now you're paying attention. And I'm hoping that you believe me that I'm coming from an honest place. And you know what's fascinating? Inside of her book, and I'm not going to give it away. But there's the RP uh, mantra. And little do you know, Deirdre, Uh after studying this, 
Why do I get a feeling? (laughs) I have used this with you, and unbeknownst to you. What? Yeah, I will come over to you and say, and I've said this many times. I said, you know, D, and we may have a blow up or something, and then I'll come back and and, and I know, and I will say, you know, I am committed to improving our relationship. And all of a sudden, you're just like, ooh, okay, what's up? Do you know what? You're very open all of a sudden. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about, Deborah? I do, exactly. Well, obviously, she wrote the book. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So fascinating, (laughs) fascinating listeners, because in fact, that is true. I have noticed, listen, we we (laughs) work together, you know, on so many different projects. And, you know, sometimes either one of us could get moody and grumpy. And certainly we have our challenges uh, personally, professionally, so un- it's not unlike any other relationship. And I will say, I have noticed, and it actually calms me down. That's right. When JG right. when JG shows up at my office, and you know he's got this way of, and now I know where it came from. It came from Deborah <laughs> Roberts' book. You're welcome. He'll start out with <laughs> Deborah. He'll start out with D. I just want to start with. I value our relationship. I've heard you say that. And he says, and no buts. And there's nothing that we can't work out. Did that come from your book also? Because I read your book a couple of months ago. It's it's a part of the confidence factor of I can I give our relationship the benefit of the doubt that the we have the power the to doubt. do this yes. together. You well, your disciple over there, John <laughs> Gassman, has been using it on me. And, and it and, works. And step three is... Just remember, Dee, I'm never going to do anything to intentionally hurt you. Yeah. Right? It's created a lot of tr- a lot of trust, actually. That's exactly no, no, no. what it does. So think about this, because there are times that I know it's hard. It's every to, day. It's hard to believe, Deb, and listeners, I'm sure you, you, you have to believe me because I'm so trustworthy, <laughs> that JG can get very... Mm, I don't want to use the word bully, but you know, there's a there's a I got real, a way about me. There's a real rough um, edge. There's a real edge that can be very intimidating, and it takes the safety of the relationship of what you think the relationship is That's based right. on what it's been built on, and it sort of wipes it out. Like you start not doesn't wipe it out, makes you feel a little shaky. Like, can I? Where do I? Can stand? I trust somebody who is behaving that way? Even though he says this, but now he's, and I, and I'm serious, but that has changed since you have, Jonathan. This read is, the book. Well, read the book and you're practicing it. This mm-hmm. is amazing because now when I, he starts with, you know. Hey, D. Hey, D. The trust is there already. You've, you haven't lost the trust. Mm. So partners, husbands, spouses, friends, coworkers. There are lessons to be learned from the relationship, from the relationship protocol expert. Yeah, my voice. I'm getting getting fucked up. From Deborah Roberts. So Deborah Roberts, repeat just at least three of those wisdoms. You have a controversial, sensitive topic. You don't really want to have it. You need to have it. What's the right way to have it? Give some options again. What were those two or three? Well, so step one gives you these three sentences. I want to get along with you. I don't want to fight with you. I want to be closer to you. There you go. Three wisdoms right there. Anytime you have a sensitive um, conversation or need, it, it's need all one. about you know communication, uh, building trust, and uh, you know reducing the emotional element that mm-hmm. goes into some of these 
tough or crucial conversations. Yeah. And you know, what I like to say is that I'm not doing therapy. This is not about therapy. It's not heavy stuff. Not at all. This isn't even deep. It's pretty superficial. It's practical, logical ways that human beings need to treat each other in order to communicate effectively and build trust and be kind. Yes. So that be kind thing. So in your, so be kind. Okay. Let's all kumbaya. (laughs) Duh. Everybody be kind to each other and you'll have a healthier relationship. Sure. In your experience though, it's got to be deeper than being kinder to each other. I don't like, okay, be kind. Okay. I'll remember that. I am kind. And I'm sure most people think that they are kind. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't Let's hear Deb. Deb you've, Deb, you've worked with so many couples, couples and relationships. Where's the kindness factor? Kindness is critical to any important or close relationship. It has to be there because look at the example you just gave, that when JG approaches you a certain way, all of a sudden the trust factor, the safety factor, you said, Mm -hmm. changes for you. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I would say. So when we are kind, we help people to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And when we feel safe, we trust the situation and we trust the person. I say kindness creates a safety net. Mm. And step two of the relationship protocol is I'm going to be kind. I'm not going to be mean or sarcastic. And the reason for that is because, I mean, look at it from, I don't know if the old adage or story that a person leaves their house in the morning and they get 10 compliments in the course of their day and one person says something negative. And at the end of the day, what are they hearing in their head? Most often, it's the negative comment. That's Mm -hmm. where our energy goes. Mm -hmm. So it's the same type of a thing that if you are all of a sudden mean to me, it makes me not feel safe with you. So trust is where the um, the kindness grows, you know, and consistent. So true. And that's every, it is so true in every relationship. In every relationship. Think about the bully bosses. Think about. Yep. Well, the drama that occurs, there'd be no drama if we learn how to communicate effectively. Right. If we came from a kind place, as Deborah said, if we gave the benefit of the doubt. We have to come up with key words for you, JJ. Key words? Yeah, like woosa. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's do this. If you're one of the first five listeners to email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M dot com. Uh, Remember, not while you're driving, we have a copy of Deborah Roberts' book, The Relationship Protocol, and we have one for you as a gut wisdom gift. We give something away usually every week, and um, this is what we're giving away tonight, but we only have five books. I can't, every every week I try to extend it beyond that, but we only have (laughs) five relationship protocol books. Email me, not while you're driving. Stay tuned. We are coming back. With gut wisdom. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. At Play.it, you can hear your favorite WCBS features on demand. In the WCBS Eye on Politics. I'm Pat Farnack with the WCBS Health and Wellbeing Report. I'm Steve Greenberg talking about your next job. Hear those and more from WCBS when you need it. Plus, great content from other CBS stations. For the best in news, sports, business, and tips for your lifestyle, go to Play.it today. Deborah Roberts is the author of The Relationship Protocol, a licensed certified social worker with over 20 years of experience specializing in relationship therapy, which you have to love. Deborah's extensive experience working with challenging relationships, don't we all have them, 
uh, will give us listening tonight a common sense approach to having how to have, really, healthy and long-lasting relationships. You're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, Jonathan Gassman, a.k.a. JG. And we are so grateful to have Deborah here tonight with us because don't we all need a little relationship help? You're like our house relationship. So. You're our house relationship expert. I think we we've improved just in the thirty minutes of time we've <laughs> had together. It's our own Thank you therapy. for all your insights. Yes, my pleasure. Dad. So I'm curious. Many times in so many different scenarios, and listeners, I wonder if this even will resonate with you. I think it will. It's all about sometimes winning. Everybody wants to win their point or mm. win the argument. And in relationships, when there's a debate or obviously differences of opinion, it's almost like somebody really, somebody has to win. How do we, how do we, are there wisdoms in, in winning or not in a relationship? Doesn't seem, should it be competitive? No, 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 no. Good. Tell us, tell us. So. Winning has no place in a relationship. I'm going to add to it also, it's about winning. It's also about not being right all the time, having to finish your point at the expense of the other person. So this isn't just about winning per se. It's all about that there are two people in the relationship. It's a dialogue. It's not a monologue. It's not about being right. It's not about telling you what you're doing wrong because then I'm not taking your feelings into consideration. And I think that when we stop and we make it about the relationship, an analogy that I will give often is to think of an umbrella over your relationship and that's the relationship and you're both under the umbrella and we have all sorts of umbrellas, <laughs> different types of relationships, Sure, but you're both holding on to the stem of the umbrella and that is the relationship being more important than you as individuals because you have to value each other, value the relationship and for the sake of the relationship, we do different things, we say different things. Winning doesn't come into play because it's only about me. When I'm winning, it's about my feelings, not about yours. So let's take that out of personal relationships and bring yep. it into the workplace. Right. It's the same thing. Depending upon what the goal or the role of the person is. I mean, look, if it's a, if we're both salespeople and we're looking to each get the same account, then you still have to figure out who's going to you know, in essence, close the deal. Right. But there's still a way of communicating with each other, I believe, in a respectful and authentic way without looking to sabotage the other person. And I think that's the critical part, that you still want to have integrity in the work that you do and respect and be thoughtful. I've never come across any situation in businesses that I've consulted with or personal relationships, family relationships, where it's ever important to win over someone else really being crushed it's not a good look it's not a good look and it's sort of the uh it's like a topper also in mm -hmm. a way right jj yeah you know politics is all about win lose mm. sports is about win lose mm. life though is about win win but there's good sportsmanship exactly you know i mean it's hmm i'm wondering if I think about some workplaces that we've worked in, I don't want to think about them. Please don't make me go well, back. Well, there's a there's a there's a <laughs> level of competitiveness in a relationship with somebody that you might be on a team with. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I, I've seen that. But in relationships, personal relationships, I also see where there's an argument, somebody wants to win the argument. But not at the other person's sake. There's still a way to communicate about it. Even if I know that I'm right, I don't have to, you know, shove it in your face. It's not about me being right at your expense. That I mean, this is really about wisdom. how you speak to each other because how the other person feels in this relationship during this interaction, that's the critical part. Yeah. And that's what people lose sight of when they're focused on winning or I want to finish what I'm saying. I'll tell you a quick story. I worked with a couple where she said, I, I decided today that I want to talk. And uh, okay. And she said, he never lets me finish. Mm. And I want to talk. And I said to him, do you think that's true? And he said, it could be. I do tend to correct her and I do tend to, you know, interrupt because I feel like uh, what I'm saying is important. Not that she isn't. And I didn't realize it hurt her feelings. I said to him, do me a favor. Just listen. Listen with curiosity. Listen with openness, not to be defensive, not to judge. Just try to listen. And she started talking about something that was important to her. I couldn't even tell you what the content was because that was irrelevant to me. Mm -hmm. And then she started crying mm -hmm. after a moment in. And I said, what's going on? And she said, I don't remember the last time I felt listened to. And wow. he said, I guess I have made it about winning. I've made it about being right. I've made it about like a power play between us. And I have hurt you in the process. And I didn't realize that. You know, he just kind of has a bigger personality. And so what it did was it elevated her and it helped him to realize that he needed to sort of tone it down a little bit and pay. It's just about paying attention. I call it shifting your thinking that the relationship is the most important thing, valuing both of you and feeling valued. I also, yeah, that's some story, and and I'm sure happens every day in many many in relationships. Many different of course, of yep. course. Mm -hmm. Can you touch on benefit of the doubt? Sure. That's, I think that's a crucial wisdom. Critical. So benefit of the doubt, if, if you and I are having a conversation, and in my mind, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, that whatever you're telling me, you're being truthful, you're being authentic, that um, you're doing the best you can, then I'm going to approach you in a more positive way. I'm trusting you. There are times when you're approaching me to tell me something, and I'm not sure that I trust you because of our history, because I don't know you well. Um, so I'll say to you, look, uh, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I can say that out loud to you, or I can say this time, mm -hmm. um, or I can say, you know, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, but that's, that's hard to do. But benefit of the doubt is about trust, and it's about um, proving that with every interaction, we trust can grow. I give you the benefit of the doubt. I trust your intentions. Those are really step three and step four of the model. And they are how we grow together. They can affect the long-term health of a relationship. And each conversation, with each conversation, every time um, your words and your actions match and they're in sync, I trust you more and more and I can grow to give you the benefit of the doubt if I wasn't able to, if there was a betrayal or something. And I think it's really, it's such an important part of a relationship. I, and that's turning toward completely. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, even that you're doing the best you can. A child doesn't do well on an exam and they come to you and they're so upset. But if you know that they did the best they could, you're giving them that benefit of the doubt. That's very fulfilling. And it's, it's, huge. it's, yeah. it's so, it's huge. It's so important. And it's critical in relationships when you really want to move forward together and, and, and feel like a team. We're on the same team is such a critical part. You know, every relationship, you're either lifting the other person up or you're pushing them down. 
and it's all about how we leave people after we walk out the door of a meeting or an interaction. Sure. You know, how did you leave them? In a That's positive right. way or in a negative way? Are and, you are you even thinking about how you left that conversation? Right. right. I would also person. add, who do you want to be in your relationship? What does that mean exactly? It means who shows up. So when you're mm. communicating mm. with someone... Be present. Be aware of who you want to be. How do you want to come across? How um, thoughtful are you going to be? How kind are you going to be? And how do you want the other person to feel? It's about both of us. We both have to make conscious decisions about who we want to be in the world, the energy we want to put out there. And we're all responsible for ourselves. I can't control you. I can only control what I do mm-hmm. and how I communicate with you and who I am in our relationship. So who do you want to be in your relationship? And how do you want the other person to feel? Critical wisdoms, as they this, say. This could yeah. be, I, I could see for certain people that I know, a real challenge to walk into any conversation and start with or getting that mindset of, I want to leave this person in a good place. Hmm. You know, that that's not Why? how... I, I am thinking of one client that we worked with who, you know, who was a bully oh, boss. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. He w- he never would put the other person and, and first. I, that was well, – his M.O. was – he was not hardwired <clears throat> that way. Well, There's a lack of awareness well, there. Well, th- thank usually. you. That's just what I was going to say. He wasn't self-aware. Or desire. Well, right. Both. To or be, capability. To be self-aware. <laughs> Right. The choice to be self-aware, the choice to see he, how you show up. But some people have, I know you use the expression EQ, and some people have a very low emotional intelligence. And that's not a cut to them or a weakness, but it doesn't mean that it can't grow. But right. you have to have the desire. And some people don't have as much capability as others. You right. need to have the will, the desire, and the commitment. I'm stealing a line out of your playbook, D. You usually do. I always do. I actually because you're so smart. I no, I lent you my playbook so you that two are you adorable. Could, <laughs> that you could use the playbook whenever you'd like to. Well, oh we God. have really worked. I know. Uh, I mean, we, I, we I know you've worked on this relationship. How long do we we know each other? A couple of days. Nah, maybe eight, ten years. We've worked together. We've worked with clients, and and we are very similar, and we are also very different as most relationships, business relationships. But there's. There are definitely everything that is your in your model, Deborah, in this relationship protocol. I can see how JG has practiced it. Um, I love that, and I and it's also rubbed I off really on do. me. And I'll tell you that benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. That is a wisdom to go into a relationship um, or be in a relationship and be present enough to say. I trust. I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt. So maybe they were wrong. Maybe they actually did something that hurt my feelings. Maybe they were inconsiderate. Maybe any of those things are possible and true. Yes. However, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't do it intentionally to hurt me. Maybe they just made a mistake. That's a huge game changer. It's huge. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, JG. I see you. You're flailing your arms there. Go ahead. How do people learn more about the relationship protocol model? Well, I have a website, therelationshipprotocol.com. They can go to my Facebook page, The Relationship Protocol, or also the same on Instagram. Yeah, I love your Instagram. You always have I know. such cool Good photos. Ones. And you were on Channel 12. You were interviewed I was. I was for on Valentine's television. Day. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yep. Yeah. Moving and, up. <laughs> and as a gut wisdom gift, we have five copies of The Relationship Protocol, which means if you're one of the first five listeners to email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M dot com. 
you will get one of Deborah's uh, books. But please don't do that while you're driving. But and if you and if you're not one of the five lucky ones, go to the go to the Relationship Protocol website and you can buy it right there. That's true. And trust That's me, true. I have highlighted this book dozens of times. <laughs> Yellow, blue, orange, pink. I probably read the book five times. Oh, I yeah. love that. And it's on Amazon too, by the way, and it's yeah. an ebook and. And I read the book once before when we had you on for our live event. Yes. And um, I'm going to go back to it, actually, um, and see what tricks and tips JG has been practicing so that I can, uh, but they work. That's the bottom line. This isn't about just being nice. They're practical. They're just so practical. Practical, common sense sense. model. Straightforward. To strengthen your relationships at home or at work. So, yep, first five, get a gift from us. Terrific. Yes, JG, what do you want to say? Thank you all for listening. If you want to check out previously aired episodes, go to either iTunes or go to the website, gutwisdom.com, and check out what we have. I mean, engage us on Facebook. We love the feedback. And you never know, you may end up being on the show. Well, that does happen. And next week, we have UC Berkeley professor and New York Times bestselling author with us, Morton Hansen, who will be talking about his new book, Great at Work. And what's kind of interesting about that, it's, it's sort of that... Don't work harder, work smarter. Another sort of common cliche that we all hear. This one's a little different. It's, it is that, but it tells you how, which is more important to me than just stating the obvious. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we all want to work smarter, but how do we do it? So that's coming up next week. We want to thank you listeners for your gut wisdom loyalty and WCBS News Radio 880. Have an amazing gut wisdom Saturday night. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z.